This is the Black and Blue Report presented by ABC Insurance Agencies, a better choice for insurance. Now from Studio B or wherever the Saints or Pelicans might be, here's Daniel Sellerson. What's going on? Welcome into the Wednesday edition of the Black and Blue Report. I'm Daniel Sellerson filling in for Sean Kelly. Hope this Wednesday finds you well. Hope you're hanging in there through the work week halfway home. Until the weekend, Pelicans and Saints, both are kind of in a quiet moment. Not really quiet as far as, you know, the Pelicans are going halfway across the world right now. As uh, about a couple hours ago, they were making a pit stop in Anchorage, Alaska, as they're off to China for the global games to take on the Rockets on Sunday morning and Wednesday morning. But as far as this facility is concerned, it is a little quiet because the Saints are on their bye week. And as I mentioned, the Pelicans are heading off to China. Last night, the Pelicans played a preseason game. They fell to the Indiana Pacers 113-96. to I guess it is preseason, so these games don't count towards the standings, but it was a good time to see uh, how this team is coming along. As a, Lots of new pieces. As I saw in the game notes, 11 new faces. I guess now 10 with the um, announcement of Chris Copeland not being with the team. 10 new faces um, from last year's at the end of the season. So lots of new faces to look out for as the Pelicans again fell 113 to 96, three players in double figures. One of those new faces is shining pretty brightly so far in the preseason. That's Buddy Heald, the rookie from Oklahoma. 18 points last night, 7 to 14 shooting, 2 of 5 from downtown. He had 19 points in his debut on Saturday against the Mavericks. So it's nice to, nice to see Buddy Heald uh, doing well in his first couple games. Anthony Davis played 18 minutes last night. That's what. He said he was going to play. He kind of struggled a little bit from the field, seemed a little sluggish, 12 points on 3 of 13, shooting 6 rebounds and 6 of 8 from the foul line. And Terrence Jones, the only other Pelican in double figures with 10 points, 5 rebounds on 5 of 14, shooting 0 of 5 from beyond the arc. The Pelicans shoot just 40% from the field, 31 of 76, only 76 field goal attempts, not what you want to see in this Alvin Gentry system. Um, he wants to see more than 90, 95 shots. That's what the Pacers got. They got 104, 45 makes at 43%, 11 three-pointers for the Pacers compared to the Pelicans, eight. But the Pelicans did go to the free-throw line, which was a positive sign, 26 of 34 from the charity stripe. Pacers just half of that, 12 of 17 from the foul line. Turnovers were a problem as well for the Pelicans, 14 of them, 16 points off those turnovers for Indiana. Indiana, 11 turnovers. The Pelicans can only get six points, though off those turnovers I'd say the two big factors one we saw transition defense being a concern that was what Alvin Gentry uh said they would focus on I say that wasn't the best last night as well but they'll get hopefully they'll get that situated before the regular season points in the paint and rebounding were the two things that stuck out to me as the Pelicans are out rebounded 59 to 44 last night that led to 20 second chance points for the Pacers Pelicans only four and then points in the paint the Pacers' big men really dominated last night. 58 points in the paint for Indiana, just 28 for the Pelicans. So on today's show, it'll be our first Wesley Wednesday of the regular, or of the, I guess the Pelican season, I should say. We'll talk to David about last night's game. No television broadcast last night, but David was there to check out the team. And he also checked out the team in Shreveport. So we'll get his thoughts on the Pelicans so far through two preseason games. And then we'll get to know one of the training camp invites for the Pelicans, Sean Dawson as uh, they're off to China. Uh, it was our chance to get a chance to know him before they left. So we'll hear from Sean Dawson today and David Wesley. So again, no uh, football this week for the, for the Saints as they are on their bye week and the Pelicans are halfway across the world as we speak. All right, let's get going with today's show. Up next, it's David Wesley followed by Sean Dawson. 
Don't miss any of the New Orleans Pelicans action this season. Pick the four games that are right for you. The Pelicans Pick 4 plan presented by Domino's guarantees seats to see Anthony Davis and your New Orleans Pelicans take on the biggest names, including matchups against Golden State and Cleveland. Packages start as low as $40 and come with a free medium one-topping pizza from Domino's. To pick your four games, visit pelicans.com today. From sunup to sundown, there's no end to the great time you'll have at the Sanderson Farms Championship. Join us October 26th through 30th at the Country Club of Jackson for a full course of action. From first-class golf to fan-pleasing fun and, of course, lots of fresh, delicious 100% natural chicken. All to raise money for Friends of Children's Hospital. So don't miss a single stroke of excitement at the Sanderson Farms Championship. Visit SandersonFarmsChampionship.com for tickets today. We all know Saints fans are humble, hardworking, likable, and the most devoted fans in the league. All of that takes energy. The energy you get from a warm bowl of Campbell's Chunky Soup. Its meaty goodness fuels the greatness of Saints fans everywhere. Try the delicious Chunky Chicken and Sausage Gumbo. Just visit your local supermarket and ask for Campbell's Chunky Soup, the hearty way to fuel your game, and the official soup of the New Orleans Saints. Guess what day it is. Hump day! Well, yeah, and it's Wesley Wednesday on the Black and Blue Report. Man, Wednesdays have not been the same since the Pelican season ended last season. That's because we haven't had David Wesley on from Fox Sports New Orleans. But now, since the Pelicans are in full swing, it's time to welcome back in David Wesley, Pelicans color analyst and uh, all-around good guy. David, happy Wesley Wednesday debut for you, my friend. Thank you very much, Daniel. It's good to be back. I'm ready, itching for some for some real basketball. Um, two preseason games now, and I'm already tired of preseason. I know, I know. <laughs> you mentioned real basketball, but some of it was real basketball last night. Some of it was not. I do want to ask you about the two preseason games. Um, wh- what have you taken away so far through these two? Well, let's let's start with you know the positive, and I, I think. Um, Buddy Heald, and you look at him as a rookie, I think he's going to be everything that we expect. Uh, he has the ability to, to play and pick and roll a little bit. He, he can shoot the basketball. He looks comfortable. He looks like he belongs. Um, he makes pretty good decisions, uh, good range, um, and it's going to be fun to watch him grow into a, to a young basketball player in the, in the NBA. Um you know, it's good to see Anthony Davis out there, even though he struggled last night. Uh, they're playing up-tempo. Um, you know, they're going to score probably over 100 points this year. Um, and then you get to, you know, more of the negative stuff. Um, you know, I, one of the glaring things I saw was transition defense last night, and I thought it was more effort than – you know, out of position or, or the floor not balanced. I just thought I saw some times where guys just weren't weren't giving it. They're all trying to get back on defense, and that that kind of concerns me, especially in a a time when people are trying to impress, trying to get playing uh, playing time, and and some even trying to make the roster. To see that kind of effort on 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 defense early uh, really um, is kind of concerning. Um, 
didn't rebound as well as I think they 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 need to uh, to win games. Uh, but again, this is just preseason, and I get that. Um, and then, uh, you know, it it looks like right now, um, besides Buddy Hield, uh, it's going to be, and maybe even Buddy Hield because he is a rookie. The shooting is going to be inconsistent. Um, they 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 got more of a defensive minded group out there, guys that have been known for you know uh, playing defense and and didn't really um, address maybe their their shooting um, needs, especially with losing. Eric Gordon and Ryan Anderson. So it's one of those, uh, it's going to be a tough season, especially when you have your, you know, three of your better guys out. Uh, it's going to be a tough start to the season, and hopefully those guys can get back as soon as possible. Yeah, absolutely. Um, I want to talk about preseason games. Um, as a former NBA player yourself, um, is, is it tough for guys? Um, I know some guys are motivated because they're trying to make a roster, um, but is it tough for some guys to kind of get amped up or get motivated for preseason games? They know they just more don't want to get hurt and just don't want to worry about them because they don't count? Well, yeah, I think it, it depends on the individual, obviously. Right. Um, that depends on your situation personally. Uh, so you know, all I can do is go back to my thought process my first year second year third year fourth year when preseason got here I'm trying to impress uh my first second third third year I wasn't in the starting lineup um the end of my third year I was in the starting lineup I started my fourth year but that whole time I'm thinking I want to start so my goal was to get out there fast come into camp ready and 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 shine my fifth year, I signed the big deal. I'm in Charlotte, and still, you know, I'm 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 still with that mindset. I got to impress. Sixth year, seventh year, eighth year, pretty much the same, except for probably in my eighth year is when I'm I was more established, knew I was there, I came in camp ready, but if I didn't. If I didn't play the first two preseason games, it didn't bother me. By the time the third and fourth preseason game came, I wanted to play, and I wanted to play like a regular game. It didn't happen, but that was kind of my mentality. So with this being the first preseason game, uh, you know, Anthony Davis hasn't really done a ton in training camp, which is fine because obviously he can play. So he didn't look great last night. Um, So you know he's going to come along, but – it is important for him to be out there so that they can get the rhythm, know where he wants to basketball, know how he plays, those kind of things. Because there's a lot of uh, new faces on the perimeter that need to know how do I get the big man, the, the, the basketball, on time, on target, that kind of stuff. So, you know, it's, it's, it's you don't put too much in the preseason, but, you know, you do want guys to kind of play well. You look at the Golden State game and, they didn't look like they were playing preseason at all. They went out and blasted uh, the Clippers. Yeah. I was just about – that was even my last question. You know, we talked to Gentry, and he says that he doesn't look too much into some of the stuff that they do during the preseason. Um, but how how much of that can you carry over into the regular season as far as trying to evaluate this team, whether you're a fan, whether you're an analyst, um, whether you're a player – how much can we take away from these first two games and even the next four of whether we should be concerned about something, we should be 
overly excited about something or we should just kind of stay the same how do we how do we justify what we can be ready for as far as what and how we can evaluate this preseason well i, I think we're all going to make our our um evaluations and uh, let's say you have a list of evaluations of what you think so far you'll write them down when the season starts you'll talk about you know these are where my concerns in the in, in the preseason now that first game is that concern still there game 10 is that concern still there and i have a feeling uh some of those concerns are going to be there even after 10 games but he healed he's a positive he's you know how much can he help uh you understand he's a rookie he's going to make mistakes but you can see he can play the game so Going into the season, hey, he looked pretty sharp. He looks like he belongs. He can shoot the basketball. He can play off the dribble. Those are positives. After game five, still looking good? Yeah, let's keep that going. He's building. Continue to get better. Those kind of things. Hey, this combination really works. And that's the thing that I haven't really seen in the two games that, that I watched is who is, the, who is that, that next guy? Uh, you know, I think in game one, um, I think Etwan had a, a pretty solid game. Yeah, 19 points. Uh, and, and in game two, not so much. No. You know, who's going to be that consistent next guy, especially with the, with guys like Tyreek and, and, and Drew out? Who's going to be that next guy that can be consistent along with Anthony Davis that's going to bring that scoring? It hasn't shown itself yet, and that's kind of what I'm looking for going into the season and maybe going into these next few preseason games. They're going to need to be able to score, especially until their defense and everybody gets on the same page, you know, kind of gets up to speed. So um, it's going to be, a, I believe, it's going to be a little bit of a rough start. Can one of those guys be Tim Frazier? You know, he's going to be the one probably running the point. Uh, with the absence of Drew Holiday and Tyreek Evans. He had 9.7 assists last night. I believe he's had at least 7-plus assists in the first two games. Uh, played really well in Alvin Gentry's system the last part of the year when he was with the Pelicans. Is he the guy that might need to be the one that is consistent throughout this uh, time where Drew and Tyreek are out? Not necessarily scoring, but more just distributing the ball. Well, you know, I, I think I think he's proven and played enough games where you feel like you can count on him. He makes good decisions. He, he gets people the ball. Uh, you know, he shot a three last night. That was that was a couple of steps off the three-point line, which was very impressive. And uh, we all said when he came in, he couldn't shoot the three, and he shot it pretty solid last year, I thought. Uh, so, yes, maybe. Mm-hmm. Um, he's not one of those guys that I look to – to be that score, but you know, even if he's even if it's his ten or twelve a night, if he can be consistent with that, that's that's really solid. That's 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 about what you would want from him. If Buddy Hield can come and be that guy, you know, possibly coming off the bench, maybe work into the starting lineup. I don't know if they'll move him along that fast. Move him into the starting lineup and and become that guy. You know, there's options there and. You know, you certainly have to win games and and hold down the fort until guys get back. So maybe, maybe Tim Frazier, Buddy Hill, maybe. I got to find somebody. Yeah, 
Still four preseason games to go. Next one is on Sunday morning against the Houston Rockets. You going to be up for those games, David? Six thirty in the morning Central Time. You going to be up? Um, I will be up, <laughs> but I will be taking the kids to school, so I won't be watching them unless they're on TV and I can record it. It will be on TV. NBA TV is where you can find Pelicans and Rockets both Sunday morning and Wednesday morning, and that means we'll get a recap from David next Wednesday on another edition of a Wesley Wednesday. David, I appreciate your insight as always, and I look forward to some regular season basketball soon. Yes, sir. Me too. Hey, you have a wonderful day. I'll talk to you soon. You too, David. All right, when we come back, Sean Kelly speaks with Sean Dawson. This is the Black and Blue Report. Auctioner believes the best way to predict the future is to invent it. Here, our doctors and staff are changing lives day after day. Every week, I'm operating on babies who are days old with hearts smaller than walnuts. We're giving these kids a life they wouldn't otherwise have, a chance to grow up. Sometimes cancer patients come who were told they were out of options, but Auctioner has the most clinical trials in the state. It's amazing to be able to give second chances. We're always a step ahead, even with simple things like getting you in to see a doctor today versus a week from now, so what you have doesn't become something bigger. It makes a difference. Every day, Auctioner is creating a better future by looking forward and thinking differently to find life-changing solutions. That's healthcare with peace of mind. Appointments are available today. Call 866-AUCTIONER or visit auctioner.org. Gatorade, for athletes who move the game forward, we're creating the fuel to do the same. Innovating beyond hydration to create the future of sports fuel. Fueling today, fueling the future. Got a long day ahead? Power on with Smoothie King's new coffee high-protein smoothies. It's a nutritious breakfast blended to shift your morning into high gear with delightfully smooth cold-brewed coffee for your mind and at least 30 grams of protein for your body. Try all four energizing flavors, vanilla, almond mocha, raspberry mocha, and cinnamon latte, and power on your day. New coffee high-protein smoothies. Coffee for your mind and protein for your body. Only at Smoothie King. Smoothies with a purpose. Welcome back to the Black and Blue Report. Here's Sean Kelly. Well, through the power of radio, we're going to talk to Sean Dawson while Sean Dawson is actually on his way to China <laughs> right now. Uh, the Pelicans left last night and uh, made the, what, 19-hour flight overseas. Sean, uh, I'm, I'm, I wanted to talk to you about this because I think you have more overseas experience than anybody else on this roster. Um, yeah, but uh, I told the team, like, even me that I'm used to those flights because uh, from Israel to, to the States, it's like 12 hours. That's 19 hours, so that's on another level. So <laughs> that's going to be tough on me too. I guess we should let folks know that you, you've played the, all of your pro career so far over in Israel, as did your father too for 20 years. What a connection that is. Um, that's, that's good. I like it. I mean, playing, in, uh, playing overseas is a different basketball. And uh, right now I'm over here and I'm trying to learn the, the American basketball. And uh, it takes time, but uh, taking it slowly, step by step. How different is it from what you knew, you know, growing up and then playing professionally over there? Um, first of all, we got to remember that it's, uh, it's the NBA, so it's the best players in the world. Mm -hmm. So even though it's a different basketball, it's also the, a lot higher level. So uh, it's different, but like I said, it's just learning day by day. 
Did your father get a chance to try and play in the NBA? Um, he actually he was in the training camp with uh with the Kansas City Kings. Okay. And uh, he was he was cut in the final cut. <laughs> he didn't survive the last cut. But uh, he played CBA a couple of years, and uh, then he went overseas, and he didn't go back. I don't know. Forgive me, but I'm I'm hoping there's a relationship with your father, and maybe as a result that that this must mean something for him too to have you in an in an NBA training camp this October. Yeah, he's very excited for me. He said uh, I'm uh, making my, making his dream come true through me, so it's fun. What, you, you talked about the difference in the game itself. What about life here as opposed to what you've known in Israel over the years? Um, that's also different because that's the first time leaving like away from home. So uh, it's also a challenge for me because I'm not used to being like away from my parents, away from my friends, away from everybody, and coming to a new, complete place and uh, starting my life like like from nothing. Yep. And um, it's difficult sometimes, but uh, that's a sacrifice I gotta make for completing my for making my dream come true. This Pelicans roster features guys from all walks of life. Is it that way on teams and clubs in Israel, too? Is there a variety of players from around the world and from different backgrounds there, too? Um, not as much, no. In Israel, they got, like, a law that you got to have. Um, they got, like, a rule that you got to have at least two Israelis on the court the whole time. So except for Israelis, every team got between four to five or six foreigners. And most teams rather take Americans, so most of the time you got Americans. Um, only once in a while you get like Bosnian players or something like that, but most of the players are American or Israelis. So you led your team to a championship there. Did that experience help you in, in maybe making this jump to the NBA? Um, it definitely got me noticed more, and uh, I hope uh, I hope it's going. I know it's going to help me more because uh, I learned a lot from that position playing in the finals, and um, I'm just trying to learn as much as I can from everything. You got to play last night against Indiana. What did you think of your time on the floor last night? Um, first of all, I was excited because uh, suddenly seeing players that I used to see on TV, now I see them on the court next to me. But um, I, I, I didn't play much, so but still, I'm just trying to learn from uh, every second I get, and I'm um, appreciative. You got in. That's more than a lot of guys. Yeah, that's for sure. No doubt. Um, if you think back to how training camp has gone for the team as a whole and through the first two preseason games, what would you, uh, what would you evaluate the time so far as? Um, I think we got a tough team. I think we uh, we got to work out a little more. But um, basically what coach wants to do is to be a tough team on defense and run a lot. And uh, first game we did it great, and we shared the ball great. And um, today we just had a, we just had a difficult time. Uh, get, they were controlling the rebound a lot. And uh, they were running back on. Uh, they were running fast breaks on us, and uh, we didn't go back on, def- back on defense. And uh, coach didn't like it at all. So uh, we're gonna have to work a lot on a lot on that. And that work will come at least in the near future in China. Let's go back to that for a moment. Is there anything that you'd really like to see or experience over there? Everything. I mean, there's so much to see in China. China's such a big place, and uh, we're gonna have a few tours going some some places. It's not gonna be enough, but it's gonna be a lot more than uh, than I expect. What is planned? Can you share that with us? What is what tours and stuff are planned? What can you share with us about what you'll um, be able to see here, at least on a planned um, basis? I'm not sure what we're going to see in uh, in Shanghai, but I know in Beijing they got the Great Wall, mm-hmm. and that's something I really waited for. That's I, I, I never expected that I'm going to be in uh, China, 
And will you stay? Uh, will you stay in your comfort zone food-wise, or will you venture out and try a few things while you're there? I'm not trying to eat no bugs, no dogs, no cats. So I'm gonna just stay in my comfort zone. I'm gonna eat healthy and uh, <laughs> focus on the team. And you said you're used to making 12-hour flights. How do you make it through a 19-hour flight? Is it a combination of what? Wi-Fi, movies, teammates, sleep. Good call. Good call. Hey, one last thing. I think you're six-six. Is that right? Yeah. But with the hair, you're like six ten. Yeah. Right now, I'm like six eight, six nine. If I comment, I'm gonna be like six eleven. I can be six eleven. I, I just have to ask, how long did it take you to work up the uh, the height to your to your hairdo there? Right now, um, right now it's standing on nineteen months. I'm jealous. Twenty months. Twenty months. Twenty months to work that. It would take me twenty years to do that. I'm so I'm jealous. <laughs> Sean, great to meet you. Um, enjoy China, and we'll see you when you all get back. Yep. We all know Saints fans are humble, hardworking, likable, and the most devoted fans in the league. All of that takes energy. The energy you get from a warm bowl of Campbell's Chunky Soup. Its meaty goodness fuels the greatness of Saints fans everywhere. Try the delicious Chunky Chicken and Sausage Gumbo. Just visit your local Winn-Dixie and ask for Campbell's Chunky Soup, the hearty way to fuel your game, and the official soup of the New Orleans Saints. Take flight with your New Orleans Pelicans and have an amazing game night group experience that you can customize to meet your group's needs. Bring your family, friends, or coworkers, and we'll bring the fun. Make lasting memories while you sit back and enjoy the excitement of watching the world's best athletes and ask how you can be a part of the action on center court. For more information and to book your group night, call 525-HOOP or visit pelicans.com today. Gatorade, for athletes who move the game forward, we're creating the fuel to do the same. Innovating beyond hydration to create the future of sports fuel. Fueling today, fueling the future. From sunup to sundown, there's no end to the great time you'll have at the Sanderson Farms Championship. Join us October 26th through 30th at the Country Club of Jackson for a full course of action. From first-class golf to fan-pleasing fun and, of course, lots of fresh, delicious 100% natural chicken. All to raise money for Friends of Children's Hospital. So don't miss a single stroke of excitement at the Sanderson Farms Championship. Visit SandersonFarmsChampionship.com for tickets today. Pelicans.com and NewOrleansSaints.com, your first stop when following your teams. All right, time to wrap things up. Just want to give my thoughts and prayers to all those affected right now with Hurricane Matthew. I know it's starting to come in. Um, it's getting closer to the um, United States. I hope everyone in the Bahamas, I know Buddy Heald has been worried about his family. I hope everyone is safe there in Haiti and Jamaica, all those being affected. Um we're thinking about you right now. Everyone that is listening in that area, please stay safe. And we are thinking about you. I know Tulane and UCF just canceled their game for Saturday. Both of them have a bye week, and so they'll play on November 5th now. They were supposed to play this Friday night in Orlando. So um, just wanted to say our thoughts and prayers are with all those that are being affected uh, by the hurricane and stay safe out there as it is a dangerous thing when these hurricanes come ashore. All right, coming up on Tomorrow's show, we'll have Curtis Lofton, a former Saints linebacker on the show. And, of course, you never know who will stop by. Just a quick programming note. 
We will not have a show on Friday. We'll kind of take a little bye week break on Friday as both teams are uh, one's out of the country and one is on their bye week. So no show on Friday. We'll be back on Monday uh, and we'll have another great week of shows for you as the Saints will get ready for the Panthers. But we do have one more show tomorrow and Sean Kelly will be back in the hosting chair. Big thanks to David Wesley. Big thanks to Sean Dawson. And until tomorrow, I'm Daniel Salerson. Thanks for listening to the podcast for Saints and Pelicans fans, the Black and Blue Report. Thanks for listening to this edition of the Black and Blue Report, presented by ABC Insurance Agencies, a better choice for insurance. If all goes well, we'll be back tomorrow. Tune in each weekday at noon central or at your convenience exclusively online at pelicans.com and neworleansaints.com. Follow your teams direct from the source. The Black and Blue Report.